0: Three beers apiece for each of my co-workers. I like think a man working outdoors he feels more like a man if you a bottle of suds. Sudscast. <laughs> Sudscast. <laughs> well, well, well. If it isn't the Suds Cast beer reviews and attitudes. Hey, all you best women and men out there. It's me, the ring bearer of this podcast, D.C. Thompson, joined, as usual, by the flower girl of the 5.8 studio. Britt. Britt, what uh, flowers have you been spreading around the studio lately?
1: Um, None. No flowers.
0: Well, you're the flower girl, so... I
1: know. I've never been a flower girl. I've been a junior
0: bridesmaid. Junior bridesmaid? <laughs> yeah. What is that?
1: I'll let you know later.
0: Is that like, did you ever I graduate like, to senior bridesmaid? No.
1: Well, it's the only time I've ever been in a wedding. I was like 10 or 11. Is
0: there a freshman bridesmaid? No. No. So it's not like in the college sort of no. high school system. No. Huh. Okay. We are, of course, recording in the 5 studio, as I mentioned, in Guelph, Ontario. And Britt, can you let everybody know how to get a hold of the podcast?
1: Yes. You can email us, sudsbeercast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at suds underscore cast. Oh, yeah. And make sure you like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah. So when you're listening to this podcast right now, if you just hold up your phone, there's a little badge icon or it looks like a little ribbon. Just click on that. That means you're subscribed to the Sudscast and you'll never have to worry about missing another episode ever again. They'll automatically be downloaded as we upload them. Perfect. Well, the savvy listeners may have picked up on all the wedding references and I make them with cause because, well, well, look who the cast dragged in. Founder of At Weddings With Amanda, officiant of hundreds of ceremonies and hopeless romantic we've got amanda gulka armstrong
2: hi guys i'm so excited my voice just went really high there
0: that's okay <laughs> I'm, i hope the mic picked it up thanks for coming on the podcast amanda or me. should we call you aga <laughs> I think um, you could if you wanted to but Amanda's i mean i kind of like-, like i kind of like aga Yeah. You know, Amanda Golka Armstrong. I think it's pretty cool. My initials. Amanda, can you just tell everybody, let's just get it right up. Let's just get it right up. Put it to bed early. Can you just tell everybody what at Weddings with Amanda is?
2: So at Weddings with Amanda is the Instagram account I started um, about six months ago kind of at the big, like it was pre mixed early COVID who knows time with COVID is nothing meaningless. Um, but I started it cause I really wanted to celebrate, uh, the weddings that I'd done. I wanted to share some of the reviews that I was getting and obviously wanted to market myself so I could book more weddings. Um, and so it was the first step in marketing myself, um, after doing almost 10 years, actually it has been, it's been 10 seasons of weddings as an officiant. Whoa. Wow. Mm-hmm. That long. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> and people don't believe it. They're just like, you look so young. How could you have officiated 10 years worth of wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Sky- you just started in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, I the womb. I just, you know, I showed up with my little wedding book and was like, hi, I'm going to officiate your wedding.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs> most high school graduates, they're like thinking, oh, maybe I'll become a welder. Maybe I'll teach. Maybe I'll become a doctor. Nope. Amanda was right in with the wedding officiant.
2: Totally, I was my dream as a
0: child. She <laughs> saw the niche market and thought, "That's me. Yeah, I'm getting in early."
2: And in fairness, my love of weddings, Britt. You mentioned you were a junior bridesmaid and was were never a flower girl. Mm-hmm. I actually was a flower girl three times as a Whoa. child. Wow. So, yeah. Um, for I don't like a random person. I have no memory of who I who they were. <laughs> um, for my uncle and. Oh, and my aunt uncle. So yeah, I was like, who is the other one? Yeah. So three times was a flower girl. And just, I think that started my love of weddings and it continued for a very long time. And when we had cable, TLC, say yes to the dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I will say yes to the dress. <laughs> Friday, even after I got married, I still can't that dress.
0: You're like on the couch, like, ooh, I could see myself in that dress.
2: Well,
1: you have to do your vow renewal. That's you know, true. Which I offer. Guys, it's such... it's oh, yeah. Okay, okay wow. here's a good question though. Can you be the officiant
2: at your own vow renewal? Um, well, so f- full disclosure, you don't need a registered anyone to be a, uh, an All officiant right. at vow renewal because it's not a legal ceremony, but you should totally still have a legal officiant your vow renewal because I know what to do. I know how to ha- make it happen. Um, so technically, yes, you you could, I mean, you could be, um, but why would you hire me? Yeah. You need Um, a professional weddings with Amanda, obviously. Um, but for the, the, the one question I do get quite frequently is can you sign your own marriage license at your own wedding? And the answer to that is no, <laughs> you still need to have someone. But the cool thing about that, when we got married, was my mom is also a registered wedding officiant, and so she performed <laughs> our wedding ceremony. You know, just keep it all in the family.
1: Yeah, it's a yeah. real family business. Totally a family business. Have you ever done a wedding together?
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Two officiants.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. officiant Officiant? sorry it's the weirdest
0: word in the world it's honestly a weird word um let me just call you an official i guess because an
2: official wedding officiant yeah i like it yeah there you go or a a wedding official that works too um i've also had people so i'm not so the company so full disclosure i work for a company called all seasons um they're like the umbrella company that i work with and they hold my my license because you do have to be a, uh, there's a couple ways to do weddings in Ontario. Um, we're not like the states where you can just get certified online, Ella jo- Joey Turbiani from my friends' fans, and perform a wedding ceremony. You do have to have some, some sort of certification. So, one of the ways is to be a registered religious official so working within a church which is technically what i do um or you can be a justice of the peace or you can be um there are some civil servants that are allowed to do it so with the company they work with um we're non-denominational uh so mm. there's a bunch of different religions that are represented within our um community but i'm not religious i would perform a religious ceremony if someone asked and i have i have performed them but the majority of the ones i do are non-religious But sometimes people still think that I'm a minister. So I've had couples referred to me. I have one couple who still texts me to this day about random things. They're the most lovely couple ever, but, um, they're just also a little confused about all the steps that go into all the legal documentation that they needed to do and have done and have request. Anyways, it's very confusing, but they call me pastor of man, pastor Amanda and every text I get. Hi, pastor Amanda. Nice. <laughs> it's not who I
0: am at all. They, thought they found like this really cool, young, fresh out of high school pastor. <laughs> yes.
2: It's so funny. So yeah. Um, in terms of names, it's, I usually just tell people it's just Amanda. You don't need to you don't need to call me Reverend, Minister, Pastor,
0: anything. Well, for the remainder of the podcast, we're going to call you Pastor Amanda. Now, okay. Pastor Amanda, we talked about vows early on and I have some important questions I have to ask okay. before we get started. Do you take the Sudscast as your lawfully favorite podcast to guest on and to rate on in swillness and in thrillness? Till boredom or the end of the episode Do you part? I do Britt, she said I do Great <laughs> This is the happiest day of the Sudscast's life <laughs> And without further ado Let's crack a brew yeah. So the first beer we're going with today We have the Pencil Thin Lager From Wellington Brewery I like it, I'm excited Ooh, good sound, Amanda Pastor Amanda, sorry <laughs> So this is from Wellington Brewery, Pencil Thin Lager. It's a 3.8% ABV Mm -hmm. lager, and Wellington Brewery is in the Wellington County, which is in Guelph, Ontario. Cheers. Cheers. Virtual cheers, Amanda. I am a jerk. I took a sip already. That's okay. Britt usually does. Cheers, Britt. And she's about (laughs) to before we cheers. Yeah.
2: Yeah, support.
0: Ooh, that's crisp.
1: Yeah, that's really cold, too. It's really
0: light.
2: Yeah, i actually quite
0: like that yeah this is like the new um micro beers that are becoming very popular now i've seen some micro ipas and essentially they're just uh they're a low percentage beer with a low carb so this beer it's advertised in wellington's website it's only 110 calories oh yeah for, for, the a whole, can? for a whole can yeah wow whole, whole pint so this beer i should mention retails out of the Wellington Brewery, exclusively out of the brewery for $3.25 per for, per um, pint can. And 50 cents of every can sold goes to a donation to Movember.
2: I just saw that on the can. That's so lovely. I yeah, want so to buy
0: some. The, the pencil thin, a reference to a pencil thin mustache.
1: That's what I was going to say. I was going to ask. Look at that yeah. being all
2: clever. I kind of like it.
1: Light beer for a heavy cause. Mm-hmm. That's what
2: the can says. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about this one.
0: That's pretty good. $3.25. Cause then if they donate 50 cents, then that means the real can is like $2.75. $2. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And with the lower percentage alcohol, it, it shouldn't cost as much to produce. But yeah, it's kind of it's good. I, I like these I'm interested in these kind of lighter style beers because we're we're sort of moving more towards non alcoholic beer in some way with these mm-hmm. like lighter percentages. But yeah, it's good. It's good. I feel like in a summer you could just crush a bunch.
2: Oh of- yeah, sitting at the cottage on a dock, like I would drink these, I chug these, yeah, like and definitely. not in an inappropriate way. Just like, oh, I'm really thirsty. I'm gonna like chug some water, but it's not. Water. Yeah, like it's
0: delicious wouldn't be beer. Bunch, There wouldn't be a bunch of people standing around you chanting "chug" or anything <laughs> like <you> know, <laughs> crazy like that.
2: I mean, Maybe my kids, but you know. <laughs> inappropriate. Mother of the year.
0: <laughs> So how do you guys feel? I mean, how do you girls, how do you women feel about the mustache in general? Let's just go generalities.
2: Uh, okay. I don't know. So Britt, not- you're kind
0: of questioning it, yet I'm sitting here beside you with
2: but, Okay, but no, but this is Doesn't my count? question to you, the clarity. Is the mustache attached to a beard? Because I'm here for that. All day, every day, attached to a beard, 100% here for it. Right. The mustache on its own can be- not sure it can come and go. I've seen some incredible must like handlebar mustaches that are just stunning pieces of art. But then I've also seen some that I'm like, if you're not a creepy pedophile, you might want to change what's happening on your face. (laughs) That's the message you're putting out to the world right now.
0: Yeah. November is kind of a real boon month for the creepy pedophile (laughs) because it's like is that a creepy pedophile mustache or is it a Movember mustache? You can't really – you're not allowed to ask, right? Yep. So,
1: But now we'll never know because everyone has a mask on. We can't see their mustaches. That's
0: true. That's true. It's a
2: real loss this month. I know. Um, although there's a masks that actually cover the whole beard as well. So if they don't cover the beard, it's nice because you can still see the nice
0: beard underneath. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the problem with the mask where my kind of the side of my beard sort of sticks out a little bit. <laughs> I and mean, then it kind of looks like just really unkempt, you know, but, and it is in full disclosure.
1: It is still quarantine.
0: I don't know. Like, I guess, I guess the mustache is part of the beard. If you have a beard, I mean, if you, you can have a beard without a mustache, mm-hmm. that's a weird look. That's,
1: yeah. That's, oh, who There's like kind that? of like
0: a religious overtone to that look. Yes, isn't there? very much so. Yes. Yeah. So. I remember when I was younger, I used to not really grow my mustache because, and I would have a beard when I was like in my late teens, early twenties, because I just couldn't grow a good mustache. It was so blonde and so Mm. like faint. It was like, mm, just didn't look right. So I kind of had like a beard with no mustache. And yeah, people used to call me like Mennonite boy, Amish man. (laughs) Oh, I'm now, in their in their defense i was wearing one of those black uh flat top hats and, and with the colorless black shirt. suspenders with a white shirt so you know i mean i could see the confusion but yeah it was mainly just because i couldn't grow the mustache in so you so you guys are okay with the mustache if it's on the beard yeah. but on its own
1: it's hit or miss
0: but if it's yes. a full mustache on its own is that okay
2: um i think there are times like um Jonathan Van Ness, where he when he shaved his oh. beard but had like the mustache with the curl, like, yes,
0: I'm I will take that,
2: yeah, yeah. But, that Jonathan, but
0: Jonathan Van Ness had so many other things going on, he's got like that long hair too, yeah. so it's kind of like if he was bald or had like a crew cut, it would kind of look stranger, I think,
1: yeah. I don't know, hmm. we'll never know.
0: Maybe I should start curling my the ends of my mustache up, Britt. Would you be down with it, or I've got.
1: A friend on my soccer team, he always does that.
0: That's true. And he can you really do. hold
1: that
2: mustache like that. Well, yeah. We have a friend that does it too. He's got, he, well, he might not, who knows? I haven't seen him in person in a while, but he had the full beard with the mustache and he just had two little pieces at the end that he was able to curl up with a little bit of wax. And it looked <laughs> so fun because he kept his, his beard pretty trim. Um, but yeah, it looked actually, it looked great. So Drew,
0: yeah. yes. Yeah, I think I got to put on my Christmas list some mustache wax okay put that on there put that on my wish list mm-hmm. my draw names for my secret Santa has Rob Rob has a beard
2: your yes. Partner, okay yes so funny story about that when so Rob and I met online um as you do because I mean sometimes it's funny I asked my couples and I would say about fifty percent of them are meeting online and the other fifty percent are either like they met in school or work or there is that other way to do it but fifty percent yeah I totally unscientific percentages there. Don't judge me on that. Um, But yeah, so Robin, I met online and all the pictures that he had on his profile had beards. And right before we met, he messaged me to say, I just needed to know that I trim my beard every spring, put it into summer storage, but it'll come out next year. But I like, it's really warm. And so I don't have a beard in the summer. And it was around May. And I said, okay. And I was a little bit disappointed, but you know, it was I was very excited to meet him. He was the first guy that I had really met online that I was super excited. So I thought, okay, I'm still going to meet him. We're still going to go forward. And anyways, basically fell in love with him instantly without the beard. And when he um when so flash forward, you know, a couple months, it's fall, the beard comes back. I was like, oh yes. <laughs> to get the beard for the, the whole winter. It was, it was glorious. It was just, oh, I just loved it. The beard came out of storage. I was a happy girl. I was falling in love. We were giddy. And then the following spring, he said, okay, I'm going to put it back in storage because, you know, it's really hot and I don't really want to have it. And I said, oh, okay. I mean, thank God I really do love you now and I'm committed to this. <laughs> okay. He shaved it. And I get a text from him like later on that morning And he said, I hate my face without a beard. I'm never shaving it again. I was like, yes, yes. Oh, baby, I'm so sorry. I don't like your face without a beard. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, beard came back and has never left.
0: Can you imagine if you canceled the date because he said he had shaved?
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Well, what is something people do now? I like how you
0: thought about it. You were like, mm, "I guess we'll still move forward with this."
2: I mean, to be in all honesty, I had no choice in the matter because I was so totally hooked just even from the messages we were sending each other. So, oh, I mean, really, I didn't seriously consider it, but um I kind of did. Like
0: a little bit in my mind. So,
2: like 2%. Yeah. Like 2% was like, mm, "Do I really want to do this?" But <laughs>
0: Britt, I think you must like this pencil-thin lager as you re-pour our samples. You have um, I
2: know. twice I as much. The-
0: you poured yourself twice as much as me, so Oops. that's okay. No big deal.
2: I totally poured myself more too, guys.
0: Yeah, it's good.
2: It's easy to drink.
0: That's it is very easy to drink. It's definitely like a really light lager, but it's good. Like There's a little bit of body. Not a ton, obviously, with that percentage of alcohol, but it's nice. I like the can design too. It's kind of fun. Yeah. There's like a bunch of... Gentlemen playing instruments that all have sort of bouffant hairstyles and, and, and
1: mustaches.
0: And mustaches, yeah, with like little curls in them. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite guy on there, Britt? Oh, I don't know.
1: Hmm. The one with the barrel. The one playing the trumpet.
0: Oh, okay. With oh, the barrel. The, the short yeah, guy. We'll go with okay. that one. Yeah, he's pretty fun. I kind of like the ghost guy who's coming out of the barrel with a violin. He's neat.
2: I know. Or something interesting anatomy happening on that one i kind of dig in the guy is it a kazoo with some sort of like white oh yeah what, what is that, what is oh, he's, that? Drinking,
0: he's drinking a beer
2: oh, oh. Beer.
1: That's
0: the <laughs> he's playing the beer well
2: i was like i don't know it looks like a kazoo but yeah that makes way more sense so i like the one that's not even playing an instrument he's just drinking the beer
0: if i was ever in a band my instrument would be the beer
2: mine would be the tambourine um because I actually once stole a children's tambourine from my friend's house and we went out to a bar and then I played tambourine on stage with the band. They did not necessarily invite me to play the tambourine on stage with them. And I just was like, hey, I have a tambourine. Can I play with you?
0: Did you get, did you get a cut of the door? from the band or
2: um no i didn't it was uh it happened twice actually now that i think of it
0: oh boy um
2: so the first time was at a friend's birthday party um but he was playing he's a piano player um so he was playing with a couple guys on stage and i just kind of went up and started playing and we're friends so it was fine the second time which was before so it was actually the first time i was at a bachelorette down in the states and i just set a chair they were like in this little stage area that was partitioned off and I just pulled a chair up, sat down and started playing.
0: <laughs> wow. No room no, no, would you play?
2: I was just gonna say cowbell. Yes. Cowbell.
0: Because of that sketch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay.
2: And it's also pretty easy too. Like I you know just get into the rhythm and you it, just tap tap tap.
0: Yeah, yeah it's kind of like clap, cowbell is like clapping your hands. Like you just yep. gotta find the hand clap. Uh, yep. kind of, like, tempo, and then you're right there. Are
1: there like, a lot of cowbell players who play the wedding
2: music as people walk down the aisle?
0: Excellent question.
2: Oh, that is an excellent question. And I have to say, I don't think I've ever heard cowbell, <laughs> which now is seriously disappointing to me. Um, Might want to
0: add it into your uh, repertoire.
2: Yeah. I should start offering that. I'll play cowbell as you walk down the aisle. <laughs> and you don't even have to pay me extra, really.
0: It's so Do you have any other, like, wild stories? Like, what's the... You must have a story that you tell people who ask about you being an officiant.
2: <clears throat> I have a lot. I've done weddings on the escarpment, like on a cliff on the escarpment we hiked up, um and that was super cool. I've also done weddings on um I did one at the Legion in on the waterfront um in the sorry on the lake shore, waterfront in Toronto. Um and so it was just really beautiful, but then on top of everything, there was a bunch of boats that went speeding by and it was just really funny, like mid um, ceremony for them to go by and we just had to like pause and wait and wave and then started and then they went by again. It was just, it was a total comedy sketch because I'd get through like a sentence and they would go by again and we just kind of kept going with it. Um, I've done a pop-up wedding, two pop-up weddings actually, um, where they, we didn't have, permits to do them where we did. So one was in Mississauga and one was in Union Station. Um, And the one in Union Station was actually really sweet because they, um, they, so they used to travel from uh, Hamilton to Montreal frequently through the trains. And so Union Station was really important to them. And you can get uh, a permit to get married in Union Station and I don't know, somewhere in the building. I mean, it made absolutely no sense. There was just a couple of us that were going to be there. So I just said to them, well, what if we just show up and start doing it? They're not going to stop a wedding from happening in Union Station. And they didn't. And it was great. And I mean, the ceremonies I perform they're usually only 20 to 30 minutes max. So that one was just, it was definitely on the short end. We only spent, it was only about 15 minutes. And, And even then it was probably only 10 to do the actual ceremony. And then we went and signed somewhere else. But yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun and unique. I mean, lots in barns, barns are really important or really popular still getting married in a barn. That's what I was wondering if there's any trends. Like, are you seeing any trends? Yes. So, um, they come and go like in waves. But one I would say barns have been consistent the entire time. I mean, ten years ago, it all started when, my friend asked me to marry her in a barn, your sister. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, I was and, uh, sister of the podcast, Audrey Thompson Highley. Yeah. She was so married it, near a barn.
2: And no, she, oh yeah. It was just outside the barn, but it the was barn. its country heritage, just literally 10 minutes from my house.
0: My um, parents were adamant my their daughter was not going to be married in a barn. In the barn. So they just walked about 20 feet outside the barn. Yes. And got married.
2: But I have subsequently done numerous ceremonies in that barn and they're beautiful. And I've done them just in other random barns. There's some beautiful barns in Ontario. Like anyone wants to get married and have a rustic wedding. Oh my God. It's very easy to do now. I would also say a lot of outdoors, like a lot of couples just want to get married outdoors. And so much so that there have been quite a few where the weather was questionable um, it started with a light drizzle and by the time we were done it was like full-on sideways raining on us um but they're determined to get married outside so I think that's a really consistent trend that will continue and I actually don't mind it like it's' It's your ceremony. Let's get married wherever you want to get married. And I use, I still use a book that the pages are wrapped in plastic, but I use an actual book. I don't use an iPad or a tablet or anything. Some wedding officiants do, but for me, I just really, I don't know, maybe that's old school of me. I just really like the paper. So I'm good to go wherever, go wherever I need to go.
1: Now too, most weddings are going
2: to be outdoors because you can have more people. Yes. And I mean, with COVID, kind of, yeah, COVID's a whole other thing and it was it's been very interesting to work within the COVID environment um from everything from like everything shut down all of the weddings were canceled in March and then in April I had one and it was me and the couple And then her parents, his parents and her sister, but everyone, they had flowers like all on the front yard where that were 10 feet apart. So Mm -hmm. everyone was faced that no one touched each other. We had enough pens. We had hand sanitizer. So that was in April, but then nothing again until like then one in May, none really June, July, like prime wedding season where I'm doing at least Two weekends a month, if not three, of weddings, and at least one wedding a day, but sometimes two, occasionally three. Absolutely wow. dead. June, July, August, and even the shoulder. So even the shoulder months are becoming so much more popular. Like April, May are getting to be really busy. September, October also very busy. So, yeah, it's been very interesting to navigate that. And, you know, one week it's this many people and one week it's that, but all of them have been outdoors. Um, most of them mm-hmm. in backyards or in um, not necessarily event spaces. So we d- I've done a couple in parks, um, once again, probably without permits, but whatever <laughs> Um, that's not your problem. Is it? No, because if they (laughs) get on the couple, so
0: (laughs) (laughs) your bylaw shows up, Hey, you hundred people get out of this park.
2: Well, and that's, I mean, the cool thing is, is that even, so the ceremony part of weddings, we have actually been allowed to keep it pretty high. Like you could have a hundred people, even now you can still have a hundred people at an outdoor wedding, as long as they're so distant it's, but it's the ceremony. Once you'd start eating and drinking, you're down to 25. So yeah, it's been, it's a pretty wild ride when I think of all the, the places and the times that I've done it. Um, my girlfriend got married in Thunder Bay and so I flew up there to do their wedding. I've done them, so pretty much all across the province of Ontario. I can only perform them in Ontario, so I can't, I can't perform them anywhere else, but it's been, I've had some very unique opportunities to work with couples and I, yeah, it's just, it's such a fun, fun job. Like, the people are always happy. You never have an unhappy couple getting married.
1: But do you ever have a
2: bridezilla? I've been very lucky that I, I've i had – so this is the weird thing. I haven't – no. The, the, the full answer is no. However, I have had some brides that when I was done their wedding, I was happy to never have to see them again. Mm. And actually, one of those brides gave me one of the best reviews I've ever had. So <laughs> – Just always kill them with kindness was the end of that, like the moral of that story. But yeah, I I will say I do get, I'm very lucky that I do get a lot of couples where at the end of it, I'm like, oh, I could be friends with them. Like legitimately would want to be friends with them. But then I, I do, I do get a couple every, maybe just one or two every season where maybe not this season, but normal busy seasons where it's like, oh yeah, you're, you're good. Just bye. (laughs) <laughs> and I don't need to see you again. But in general, yes, lovely people.
0: Well, this Podzilla is lumbering on <laughs> instead of Godzilla. Got it. And I think it's time for us to give a review of Pencil Thin Lager.
1: Sure. Okay. Well,
0: Amanda, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before, but for those of you out there who haven't, and maybe for you, Pastor Amanda, this is how the rating system works. It's a three-tiered system. It's a thrill, will, or a swill, kind of like a gold, silver, bronze. Amanda, you're our guest. We'll start with you. Feel free to give a thrill plus, thrill minus, whatever you want to do. You know, make the rating system your own.
2: A thrill, a will, or a swill. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's actually for me, someone who doesn't usually like a lighter beer and or can't stomach them 90% of the time, I'm going to actually give it a thrill minus, Wow. I know because wow. I legit. So do you want, for me, I could sit honestly and drink this all day at the cottage and that's huge and never happens. All of my friends listening right now are dying a thousand deaths because Amanda just said she was drinking beer all day. Shocking. Well, you better order it because I wonder
1: if this is only around for November. Well,
0: it's it's a limited release. So once they're run out of the batch, that'll be the end of it. But who knows? They might do it next uh, November too. So
2: again,
0: thrill okay. minus for Amanda. Yeah. Nice. Brit, thrill will or swill. You know how it works. I'm
1: going will plus. Okay. I was, I think the biggest thing is it's 110 calories.
0: Yeah. See, they don't advertise that on the can, which they should.
1: Yeah. So for 110 calories, that's probably the best tasting low calorie beer I've ever had. Yes. Yes. So that's also why you could drink a lot of them and not feel
2: so guilty. Well, and it's not like at a 3.8, like it's not, you're not going to get drunk like that fast when you're, I mean, I could absolutely probably get drunk
0: on them easily, but.
2: It'll take you like a few as opposed to just one.
0: Yeah. Like that's the same percentage similar percentage to like a Corona. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's like, but it tastes way better than Corona.
2: I'm not going to lie. It really does.
0: Yeah. it's
1: good. Okay. Drew, thrill, will, or swill?
0: I'm right there with you guys, but I'm going to go a little bit higher than Pastor Amanda. I'm going with a straight thrill. Ooh. And there's a multitude of reasons. Most of which you guys already touched on. Mm-hmm. It's 110 calories, which yeah. for the gentlemen watching their weight, you know, for those groomzillas out there who have to fit in yes. their talk before their wedding. Yep. 110 calories, 4.5 grams of carbs. I mean, for carb conscious people, this is great. Mm-hmm. The price is right. It's only $3.25. Yeah. Yes. And so for...
2: money to like some of that is going to Movember.
0: Like, yeah, and 50 cents goes fit. to November. I mean, yep. I don't really see any downsides with this beer. It tastes no. really good for 3.8% yeah. beer. Like it's, it's not good. too watery. There's a bit of there's a good yep. amount of flavor, like enough. Yep. I think it's a home run all the way around, and, it, and to be honest, I think they should maybe consider like just moving this into their regular repertoire, yes. or their regular line. Yep. I don't know if they can always do it for November per se, but these micro beers—they're kind of becoming, like I said, the micro IPA. It's becoming a popular thing. They want yep. trying to get the ABVs down and lower calories down because that's a thing that people who drink beer are concerned with. Or there's a market who are concerned with caloric intake with alcohol beverages so i don't know i think it's pretty much a home run so i'm gonna give it a thrill and i think those are great scores all around well plus i mean that's so close to a thrill minus which amanda gave so yeah great uh great reviews everybody well we're gonna take a quick break before our next beer and we're going a little we're going with something new on our next beer yeah something new and interesting as i said earlier this podzilla is rolling on everyone stay tuned for our second beer this is the sudscast Britt, what are you doing with taking pictures of all those weird props? I'm
1: trying to get the right photo. And I saw it on Pinterest, but this is just turning into a hashtag Pinterest fail.
0: You probably need to consult a professional photographer.
1: Oh, yeah? Who you got in mind?
0: d 3 vi Photography.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: We had Debbie Thompson on the podcast lately. And man, she is one of the best creative photographers in the Tri-City area. Ooh. She does pictures of families, kids... Heck, she'll even take pictures of your family dog. Wow. That's at D3VI Photography on Instagram. Give her a shout and set up a photo shoot for the holiday season. And here we go. We're back. We've got Weddings with Amanda. Amanda Galka Armstrong is joining us, or AGAs. We're now calling her Mm -hmm. Pastor Amanda. You have a lot of nicknames, actually, this episode. happening. I love it. Which one do you like more, Pastor Amanda or AGA?
2: Um, I think Pastor Amanda is just so out of left field because it's... You're not just, a
0: pastor. <laughs>
2: yes, and it, at all. That right. it just makes me giggle more.
0: AGA is like kind of like a boss name though, you know? It's like, oh, look out, AGA is coming, you know? Yep. Yeah. They're like, do you think AGA would like this? Mm-hmm. Like that sort of thing. Anyway, before we can move on to our second beer of the episode, we have to... Well, before we can move on to the second beer of the episode, it's time for us to open a book with laminated pages, not an iPad, and read from it and hope to understand something we didn't know previously, something we got wrong in a previous episode. Everyone listening, it's time for another rapturing episode of Brit's bit. Brit's bit. Brit's bit. Brit's bit. Brits bit. Brits bit. Brits bit. Brits bit.
1: So anyway, I think so no. we didn't we know, know the name. Right. So, up, so according the to the internet, so I was on the off. internet. Okay, so is shortbread a bread or a cookie?
0: Okay, so this was the Mount Cookie more from the previous episode.
1: It seemed like. It now, started – You, you
0: in, didn't pick shortbread as one of your cookies for Mount Cookie more, but you mentioned no. shortbread, and then we had a brief conversation about whether or not it was a bread or a cookie, so.
1: But I guess it resulted from medieval biscuit bread,
0: uh-huh. which
1: was a twice-baked and rich bread roll dusted with sugar and spice. So okay. I don't know. Jury's still undecided if you ask me.
0: Well, because, like, when you're at, like, a Christmas function mm-hmm. – um, and they bring out like a tray of desserts. There's cookies on there and there's shortbread. So Mm -hmm. it's sort of like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a toss up.
1: I think it's a, I guess it's a bit more of a
2: biscuit than a cookie. I would say. We're watching the Great British Bake Off, which I do every weekend um then like not
0: yes right
2: well it's a sunday night tradition in our house so after a weekend of officiating we wind down with a good old episode of the great british bake-off and shortbread is often not often but if you're going to see it it's going to be either in um biscuit week mm. or cookie week
0: because okay so, <laughs> so- now this is another thing because biscuit is basically british for cookie isn't
2: it i don't cookie know here crackers um so it's like sometimes because it includes crackers too in their biscuits.
0: So, okay. So raise your hand if you think shortbread is a cookie.
2: Yeah. I get My that. hand is okay. up,
0: guys. <laughs> so it's two against one. Okay. So it's a cookie.
1: Yeah. All right. Cool. And then the other thing, we were- I don't think it's a bread. No, it's it's sorry, certainly not like a
0: bread. I mean, like, <laughs> no. hey, uh, yeah, I'll have the uh, turkey club on shortbread. <laughs> like, yes. that doesn't work.
1: No, you couldn't. It's too no. sweet.
0: So shortbread is a cookie. If you don't agree with that, feel free to chime in on the Suds underscore cast Instagram account and let us know. Do you think sharp bread is a cookie? Is it a bread? Is it a biscuit? What else could it possibly be?
1: Good. That's what it could be.
0: When done right, it it's is good. good. Yeah. When done poorly, it's just kind of burnt and flavorless. <laughs> that was another enlightening edition of Brit's Bit.
1: Now let's get to the beer.
0: Let's move on to our second beer. Of the episode. And we've, as I said, I kind of teased earlier, we're going totally off the board here somewhere we haven't been before. This is Lee River Blackberry Vanilla from Something in the Water Brewing. Britt, you're going to crack that can? Yep. Crack that can. So, Lee River Blackberry Vanilla, 4.9% ABV. This hails from Niagara Falls, Ontario. Britt, little hometown pride here. I know. And this is from, it says it's something in the water brewing, but it's also, it says on the can that it's brewed in the Syndicate Brewery, Syndicate Brewing, Inc.
1: Hmm. Well, should we cheers?
0: Cheers. Cheers. First,
2: cheers. cheers. It's kind That's of fake or is that just the light? I think it, I don't know. I thought it, I expected a darker beer. Like I thought it'd be darker because of
0: the blackberry. Yeah. I saw blackberry in Manila and thought it might be a little bit darker.
2: It's sour. Oh, hell, I'm here for this all day, every day. Not all day, maybe. <laughs> this not yeah, so it's just <laughs> yeah, This is not so good. You probably sit and drink all day. It's
0: but. certainly sour. That's 100% for sure. Mm-hmm. But what about the rest?
2: Well, I don't know where
1: the vanilla is. Yeah, I have nothing.
0: not picked up on a vanilla flavor so far.
1: I can't smell
2: it either.
0: Now, this brewery opened in 2019, so one year ago. It says on the... So this is the interesting thing that we were talking about, about how does it... Does it match the kind of flavors that it suggests in its name? It says on its website that it uses real blackberries. Mm. But then on the can, it says blackberry flavor.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: Now I'm getting an aroma of blackberry. I get like a smell.
1: Yeah, you can smell something fruity. I don't know if I could have told you it was blackberry, but
2: I don't know if blackberries really oh, smell.
0: It's so hard to tell because it's very tart. Yeah, it's it's, very it's tart. exceptionally sour.
2: So a good blackberry, in my opinion, is very tart like it a blackberry to mm. me is like you eat it it has a, a little bit of sweetness, so it's not as tart as a raspberry, but it's like got that sweetness and it, but it's still like mm. you make the face of oh that's that's gonna hit me in the back of the mouth. So I get that part, but I don't know that I know what a blackberry flavor is necessarily. Mm. I agree hmm. been,
1: and I would have thought you'd get some more vanilla because that's usually an overpowering flavor.
2: Mm-hmm. A bit of old vanilla. Hmm. I might have just got a bit of like warmth, which could be the vanilla. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to keep drinking this one though. Cause I like it.
0: Yeah. It's tough. I find it's especially, I find it's especially tough. Like vanilla to me is a very smooth flavor. And when you do something tart, I find it's really hard to pass off those smooth flavors unless you're going to really hammer them home. Whereas the blackberry, like you were saying, Amanda, it's supposed to be tart or there's like similar to most berries, like raspberries and stuff there is a tart component to it. They're not always supposed to be super sweet. There can be tart versions of it. So I think that works with a sour, whereas vanilla can work, but I think you really need to be a little more heavy handed with it. And there might be a, there might be a subtle vanilla. I'm just having difficulty kind of picking that out. Mm. And this something in the water brewing, they only do sours. It's an exclusive sour. Life is sweet. Have a sour. Mm. Interesting. That's kind of an interesting motto.
2: Yeah. I kind of want to check it out. Like I want to check what their other flavors would be.
0: Well, you'll have difficulty with that, Amanda, because this is the only beer that they make. <laughs> <laughs> As I found when I was researching the episode, this is the only beer that they actually produce thus far. Well,
1: I guess they're only a year
2: old. Yeah, they're only so. a year old,
0: but still, I mean, you'd think you'd have a couple. Even two. Yeah, like maybe two.
2: Now So
0: it's kind of, yeah, it's sort of an interesting Hmm. thing. Do you guys know that song? There must be something in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, you'd think (laughs) that'd be called, that'd be the title of it, but it's not. It's called Two Heads by Coleman Hell.
1: Oh, that's what that song
0: is. That's what that song is called, yeah. Do you think they got the name for the brewery from that? No. It's just the the old saying of there must be something in the water. Like that saying, what does that saying mean, Britt?
1: Well... When we did our prenatal classes and everyone in the prenatal class, everyone was having a girl. I remember saying, well, there must be something in the water.
0: Yeah. What do you think? Well. What do you think they put in the water though? To,
2: oh, I don't know. For that to happen. Chromosomes. I don't know. <laughs> They're messing with everyone's genetic.
0: Yeah. I feel like I would have read about that in the paper, but
1: uh, that's the last time I remember saying there must be something in the water.
0: Yeah. Amanda, any understanding of there's something must be something in the water.
2: Um, was it in Jaws? Did they say that? And is that is there something? Doesn't someone at some point say there's something like something's <laughs> yeah. in the water?
0: Yeah, the <laughs> shark. He was in the water. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like someone. said. I, I seem to recall a bunch of beachgoers yelling that <laughs> as they were seeing the water.
2: So, um, so I fully think that it was started in. Um, yeah, no, 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 I actually don't know.
0: It's kind of, kind of like on the can. There's a kind of a funny fish guy logo. Yeah.
2: He's wearing a top hat.
0: I got to admit, I kind of like that fish guy.
2: And a cane.
0: I mean, and that might impact my shoes. form. Yeah, he kind of has like, uh, what are those shoes called? They have like the little flaps that go over the tops of them, you know?
2: Yes, I do know. Oh, yeah.
0: You should know this, Amanda, from being in a wedding. I and
2: know. Stuff. And I should. And I.
0: There's a name for them.
2: There is. And I'm blanking on mm-hmm. what the name is.
0: He's kind of like a regal-looking fish man with human legs. Oh, and
2: he has a mustache. Does he? Does he?
0: Well, I should mention, having said that, this is $3.75 a can, and you can find it at LCBOs. Mm-hmm. Didn't go to the brewery for this one. Amanda, you mentioned, you've mentioned to us that you like sours. Mm-hmm. Uh, you liked the previous beer, which was like a light lager, which you don't normally like. Mm-hmm. Any other beer styles that you're fond of?
2: um i do like
0: or, or breweries if there's any breweries
2: so i will share the way that i purchase beer is i look at labels so if the label okay, is fun, i pick it up perfect
0: guest for this yes. podcast
2: um, <laughs> um i do like uh so ones that we do pick up frequently are collective arts out of hamilton oh, yeah. um yeah. they have some really great ones um and other breweries that I, uh, we in so in Milton, um, you should totally try it. There, it's called uh, Orange Snail. Been
1: there, yes,
2: we've been. <laughs> yes! been. So they have a couple that I actually really like. Um, they've done a couple of sours that I've enjoyed, and um, I'm trying to think what other ones they've done there that I really liked. They do a pumpkin one that I actually don't hate. Um, it's kind of nice mm. in terms of styles. So definitely a sour. One can, that's kind of it. I'm not going to drink a bunch of it. I also like a Rattler, I guess, it yeah. varies out whether it's really considered a beer. It's more like a mixed drink of beer and juice. But yeah. I'll take it. I uh, when I lived in Ireland, I drank Guinness like it was my job, and it's so it was so much stronger there that I actually had to cut it. Like they would put it, um, they put uh, currant juice, black currant juice in it, oh, uh, just to sweeten it up and take a little bit of the kickoff. That's and interesting. I know, and the way that I know that Guinness in Ireland is much stronger than Guinness anywhere else in the world is that I came home and could drink Guinness out of a can without mixing it with anything. Whereas mm. over there, it was like, ooh, that is a bitter beer, but good.
0: Yeah, we've kind of uh, dragged Guinness a little bit on the podcast every now and then. The one that you
2: have
1: here yeah, is not as good. Yeah, yeah, because it's
0: kind of like super light. And people are often in North America they're like, oh, Guinness, it's so heavy. And it's like, well, if it's 4% alcohol, like it's not that heavy of a beer. It can't be at that nope. percentage. It's essentially a light beer.
2: Mm. And even over there, like it wasn't – it never felt – I think when I went, I expected this beer and I think this sounds, this is going to sound really stupid. So you can judge me because I judge myself, but I thought in my head, it was going to almost be like a heavy, thicker beer, like like in terms of just the feel of the beer, but it's not like you drink it and you would still, I could have three or four Guinnesses in a night and mm. feel like absolute garbage the next day. Cause beer doesn't always agree with my tummy, but I would, def- that also could have been all the other drinks I had after the beer though. I right. really Don't just have some beers at the pub and then go home. It's like beers in the pub, go to the club, go to someone's house, then go to bed. Um, so it could have been all of that, but yeah, like it was, it was such a yummy experience drinking
0: it there oh. that I,
2: yeah, it's not the same here.
0: Yeah, interesting. that's weird. They don't make it the same here. We've been to other places like we've been to the Caribbean and they have Guin- <clears throat> they have a Guinness foreign extra stout and it's like 70 percent alcohol and it doesn't taste anything like Guinness here. So,
2: no. Hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sours, though, I would for sure say. I, I love a good sour.
0: Yeah, Britt's Me too. a big sour fan. Yeah. Always searching. How was this one on the tart scale, Britt? It's
2: pretty tart. Yeah,
0: I'd say it's pretty I was taken aback,
1: I have to say. I don't think I was expecting it.
0: That first sip, I was like, whoa, yeah. mama, my taste buds are going to be shot after this beer.
2: Mm-hmm. I think I expect, expected because of the vanilla that it was going to be a bit more on the sweeter side.
0: Yeah. 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 No. And I think as it kind of mellows, I may be picking up a little bit of vanilla, but like it's super faint. It's not, uh, it's not that heavy, but Britt, I kind of see what you're saying. There is a bit of a hue.
1: Mm -hmm. I just can't tell if it's the lighting or if
0: it's There's like a little bit of a pink hue to it. I can see it. That's the blackberry. That's the blackberry. Mm -hmm. should be a black hue, but it's actually pink.
1: Okay. <laughs> when you cook blackberries, they turn like purpley pink.
0: Yeah, no, I I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just fooling around.
2: There's, and no- hey,
0: if if Brit and I ever become newlyweds, I think we know what efficient we're going to use.
2: Well, no, you need to call me before you become the newlyweds. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so. We, <laughs> which leads me to our next segment. Before we can become official newlyweds. Brit, I think we should play the newlywed game.
2: Sorry. Oh no! Like, duh, duh, duh. Who wants to go? Do we have a theme song?
0: There's no theme song. Amanda, you're going to be the host of the newlywed game. I will not be making a theme song for okay. this. Fair. Just FYI for everyone. And we sing. don't
1: know each other's questions. Yes. Yeah,
0: so we've we've sent Amanda our own five separate questions. Mm-hmm. So they're not the same questions. Yep. So Amanda has five questions from Britt, five questions from me with answers we both gave to those questions. And now she's going to ask us each other's questions, and we're going to try and guess what the answers are Okay. for anyone listening who's too young to know what the newlywed game was.
2: Okay, Um, Amanda, you start us however you see fit. Does anyone want to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So you're going to answer Drew's questions. Okay. Are you ready, Britt? Yeah, and Drew, you got to write down how many I get right. I will oh, keep score. Oh, I also am. Oh, Amanda. Oh, okay. You, Amanda- can keep, you can keep score if you want, but I will also be keeping score because I'm a big cheater, so I like to. I'll keep,
0: keep score, score in my head. Although we're not married, I know how that works.
2: <laughs> okay, here we go. Ah, <sighs> Brit, if Drew could only eat one food every day while stranded exactly. on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you already I'm not waiting if I know the answer wait so answer he didn't give me which Drew you'll just nod if she's correct what toppings would he have on that pizza bonus question
1: oh what toppings yes pepperoni
2: (laughs) just a pepperoni pizza (laughs) okay
0: You it would take a long time for you to <laughs> topping where I'd be like no I'm not putting that
2: on. okay <laughs> wait so the big the big topping debate do you like um, pineapple on pizza yes yeah. he does I'm
0: a pineapple guy for sure I'll put it on a non ham based pizza
2: yeah oh it just
0: adds a sweetness there's no sweet <laughs> toppings on a pizza and that's the only sweet thing you can have so. If you have like an olive is super salty and you have a pineapple, Mm. that's a great marriage.
2: Oh my God. You're speaking salty language.
0: Okay. You know, if I'm writing your your next officiant uh, thing for you, talking about pineapple and olives being a great marriage.
1: (laughs) So I was going to say in this relationship,
2: you're the salty one. (laughs) (laughs) one.
0: I'm the olive. You're the pineapple.
2: (gasps) Oh, it's a match made in heaven. Okay. Actually,
0: we are kind of writing our vows right
2: now. Oh my God. It's so beautiful. Guys, you're hey, You got one. So she's got one. Um question number 2, Britt. what is Drew's weirdest quirk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to embarrass you. Why? No embarrass him. That's embarrassing.
0: <laughs> I'll edit it out if it's super embarrassing and then I'll just make you say Where something. Where you cut your
1: toenails? There's <laughs> that. In the bedroom by the, by the window. <laughs> did they go out the window?
0: Good lighting. No,
1: he cups them
2: all in his hand. It's
0: good lighting by the window, so.
2: Okay, so what did you put? Um, do you want to tell her, Drew, or do you want me to tell her?
0: Yeah, yeah uh, sure. I have to make the bed every night before I go to sleep in it.
2: Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so by that, do you mean, like, you just tuck in all of the covers or like
0: we have this weird thing because brit like will brit would never make the bed ever if we're up to her yeah so and and i'm totally on board with that to a point like my parents didn't instill in me like i have to make the bed in the morning as soon as i get up but i personally just find it more comfortable and comforting to get in a freshly made bed so before i go to bed and lie down in bed i just make the bed sheets quickly you know like and then i lie down there and it's like it's like the feeling of when you're at a hotel, right? Like you wouldn't go into a hotel with an unmade bed. You'd be like, what the heck's this? Mm-hmm. There's something comfortable about getting into a freshly made bed. So that's what it is. It's just like, I just quickly have to make the bed cheese.
2: Got okay. it. Okay. Question three. Fairly. Okay. Um, Britt, the Disney character
0: that Drew is most like? I
1: don't know. The genie? <laughs>
0: Wait, the Will Smith genie or the Robin Williams genie?
1: Robin Williams
0: genie. Neither were correct. (laughs) Neither. It was the Beast. Oh. (laughs) From Beauty and the Beast, because you know, like I have a sensitive side, but I also have a gruff side.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. And
0: I'm kind of hairy. Okay. that will (laughs) work. Oh, Oh, Britt, one for three. Hmm.
2: Okay, what's number four? I love this game so much, Um, Britt. What was the first movie you saw together? pineapple express
0: yes. and remember
1: when we went yeah this like
0: this is a hilarious story
1: we're in the theater and then four old people walk in like two couples
0: but, but like old like, like 80s. 80s yeah They were, like, struggling to walk up the stairs in the darkness.
1: They left after, like, two minutes realizing they maybe walked into the wrong theater. Yeah,
0: like, the (laughs) the movie's, like, five minutes in, and all of a sudden, you just see out of the corner of your (laughs) eye, like, these people walking back down the steps. It was like, oh, yeah.
2: Did you write that down? I got two. Yeah, I got that. She's got two. Oh, my God. Okay, last question, Britt. What is Drew's favorite condiment? Barbecue sauce? Oh, Oh, no. mayo. Mayo. Yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'd eat mayo on a lot more things if it was socially acceptable, but okay. it's not. I don't.
1: Well, okay, I didn't. Even that was get close, half. though. Bar.
0: I thought about barbecue sauce, and I was like, no, I think it's mayo.
1: Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Two out, five.
0: <laughs> Two out of five. I mean, mine were maybe a little bit hard. I don't know. I don't Why know, I know what questions you're easier. you had.
2: So. Well, let's see, I- guys. This means nothing. You're totally meant to be. It's fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs>
2: Oh, I like these questions. Okay, Drew, what
0: is Brit's favorite brewery? Oh, um, Collective Arts. Yeah. I mean, we kind of just talked about that one. I know. I probably you know. wouldn't have been able to guess that had mm, we not mentioned it.
2: Okay. One um, for one. One for one. Okay, Drew, what could Brit eat at every
0: meal? Salad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Now no. I know. beat me. Guess
0: what, had, guess what we had for dinner tonight, man. <laughs> salad. Pizza and salad.
2: <laughs> nice. But, Britt, you do realize that you don't make friends with salad, right? You don't make friends
0: with <laughs> She didn't watch The Simpsons. It's, um, no. Okay, it's lost on you. It's
2: still my favorite
0: meal. will be lost on her.
2: <laughs> okay, moving on then. Um, Drew, what is Britt's favorite candy? Cinnamon Hearts? Not even close. Oh. I said wine gums.
0: Oh, wine gums. But I also would have accepted
1: oh. licorice all sorts. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's
2: in the top. Words. Words. <laughs> I support you.
0: Okay, so that's two. I got two for three. Two so for three so far. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um <sighs> okay. Drew, what is the best present you've ever given Brit other than a baby?
0: <laughs> hmm. I really no
1: that. i feel like that was the best present i gave him really <laughs> <laughs> that's true
0: uh oh, that's a tough one Is it the ring that i got you for our 10-year anniversary no, the, uh, book. the, book, the that photo I, book the book that i got you for the 10-year yeah. anniversary oh man i was it's close history, right just the wrong item i gave those at the same time i'm gonna give myself a half point no
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you no point.
0: <laughs> Britain, no. Doesn't and I, count.
1: I don't even remember the last question.
0: Okay, um, well, here you go. Here you this, go. Or die, Brick, we're tied yeah. two to two. If I get this one, I win. <laughs> I win our relationship.
2: <laughs> you are the king of the relationship. If Brit could go to any country to travel, where would she go? Oh,
0: man.
1: We did just talk about this like a couple months ago. Oh, my God, you're giving him the answer. Stop it. <laughs>
0: We talked about this a couple yeah, months ago. We did. Okay, well, don't give me any more clues.
1: Da, 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 da.
2: What's the jeopardy? R.I.P. I know. I was just thinking, should we pour one for Alec?
0: Did you call him Alec? Mm-hmm. I was calling him Alec know, earlier too. It's Alex.
2: I know. I was hoping no one would notice. I <laughs> said it okay. like that wasn't right. No, but I feel like a
1: lot of people call him Alec Trebek. I think like it- you hear a lot of the Alex. Yes.
0: I'm just buying myself more time. Okay, um, let's go. What country? Okay, Brazil.
2: Yes. No, Thailand.
0: Oh, I Remember? thought it might be Thailand. You've been to Thailand yeah, I already, know, but that's
1: where I'd want to go back.
0: Oh, okay, well, it wasn't go back to. Okay, well, we tied.
2: We tied. High five. High you You're meant to be.
0: We know exactly forty percent about <laughs> each other.
1: At least we both only got two. So yeah, it would be worse good. if we, one got five and the other
0: one got like one. <laughs> yeah, then it would be kind of like, hmm, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being our officiant for our newlyweds game, Amanda. <laughs> you are welcome. I think it's time we give a review of Lee River Blackberry Vanilla. Does any, Do you know where the Lee River is? No idea. Okay, because you're from Niagara area. So like I thought you might know because I couldn't figure it out either. There's no information about that either. They said that they're naming all of their beers after fame, their favorite bodies of water, but I don't know where the Lee river is. Hmm. So it's time for us to give our review of Lee river, blackberry vanilla from something in the water brewing AGA pastor, Amanda, Amanda Galka Armstrong. You're up first. Is it a thrill? Will or swill?
2: I'm, I'm going to go with a thrill. Oh, wow okay i know just because it has it it has just a little bit more flavor than so the other one i mean they're two different beers you can barely compare but um it just has like that that punch in the face of sour which is what you want when you drink a sour and like some good flavor too
0: Hmm. it's good i'm into it thrill Hmm. Thrill for aga brit thrill will or swell
1: um i'm going with a will minus yeah i think i think i wanted a little bit more of the blackberry vanilla even though i don't really love vanilla Mm -hmm. i think i just wanted a little more of it Mm -hmm. like it's good because it's good and sour but i'm not really getting the blackberry vanilla which i kind of wanted yeah so drew thrill will or swill
0: i think i'm with you brit i think it's a it's a will minus. It's almost a swill for me. It's really close. Really? Because I just don't, I mean, I'm not a huge sour fan. I like occasional sour, but I'm not I'm not nearly as into them as, as yeah. Britt is or Amanda as you maybe are. Um, so for me, it's like it didn't hit on the notes that it kind of was putting forward to me. Like when I see blackberry vanilla, I'm expecting to kind of, I don't want an extract flavor where it's like too mm-hmm. potent. But I want maybe a little bit more than what it was giving me. It was almost so sour that I feel like it kind of masked some of those flavors that it needed to shine. They needed them to shine through a little bit more. I'm also very confused about the whole situation. It's something in the water brewing. It's being brewed at a syndicate brewing incorporated in Niagara. It's been around since 2019, but they only have one type of beer available. I I don't know. I get very deep into the weeds on some of these breweries and like how they actually operate. So I'm, I'm interested to find out more information about it. And I found there's maybe a little bit of subterfuge going on where they're maybe not, they're keeping things close to the vest on how they're actually operating the brewery. So it's just a thrill minus for me, thrill minus for Brit a I man. It's a thrill for you. Hey, pretty good yeah like on the tartness scale like i was saying this is tart i mean you would never accuse this beer of not being sour enough
2: and i think to be honest like i kind of just ignored the fact that it's supposed to have a blackberry and vanilla flavor and i'm just like Mm -hmm. i'm enjoying the beer like Mm -hmm. fair enough to be honest if it did have more of a vanilla flavor it probably would have lost points with me it's not really that's not my favorite flavor yeah it's not mine either
0: yeah, it's like it's a weird flavor to actually even have a blackberry. It's not one that you see done very often. Well,
2: blackberry
1: is fine. It's the vanilla. I'm not a huge fan.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah, of like
1: it's kind of like with
2: baking. You put vanilla in a lot of baking because it adds like there's like a a lower level flavor that it adds to things. Yeah, it's just homey, but it's not the star. Like you still add vanilla to do a chocolate cake, but it's a chocolate cake that's a star. And yeah, I'm so I'm glad I don't find the flavor, but you're right. I do think that a little bit more of the blackberry flavor, although what the hell does blackberry taste like? I still don't, I don't know. know. So maybe mm-hmm. it tastes like blackberry. I want to go buy blackberries tomorrow and compare.
0: <laughs> I think you should.
2: I'm totally going to do it.
0: Well, that was the Lee River Blackberry Vanilla, something in the water. We also reviewed the pencil thin lager from Wellington Brewery in Guelph here in Guelph, Ontario. Amanda, it's been a delight. We're at the end.
2: I'm kind of sad.
0: we're sad we're sad that we have to leave too and i want to give you a moment here to just let everybody know how they can get a hold of you where they can reach you and what you have what you have going on
2: um so obviously have not a lot going on because hashtag covid so um feel free to reach out to me uh next year is starting to book up but um still always time that i can fit couples in so Instagram, Weddings with Amanda. So at Weddings with Amanda, Um, you can reach out through uh, the message there or I mean, comment on one of my pictures, like it. You can't really subscribe, you can follow me. Um, You can also find me on All Seasons Weddings. Uh, my profile is listed there. Um, You can just search for Amanda. You can look for Milton, Mississauga, Burlington, Oakville, Brampton. I'm listed in all Toronto. I might even come up I'm listed on all those areas. So definitely reach out. Yeah. I like I'm busy next year, but who knows what's going to happen. And if you want to just do something small and quick now, you can still get married. You can absolutely still have small intimate weddings even now. Perfect. Thanks.
0: Thank you guys. I send it to your Instagram account. We have a little cheers that we do at the end of every episode Aww. that if we, if you could just pull it up there quickly on your phone, we can all say it together.
1: Oh, you got to open that. This is
0: something newer we've been <clears throat> doing recently on the podcast. So we'll try and, we'll try and sync it up. Although it's a little bit difficult virtually. It's, it's been, been a, blast a blast.
2: And now it's time to, to end, end the cast. cast. We said some cheers and, and drank, drank some, some beers. beers. Goodbyes are always hard. Come Come back back soon soon. and bring some buds. We'll We'll be be waiting waiting. with a bottle of suds or Prosecco.